we have noted that there is a group of protesters there, which is a regular group, which came down together, uh, it seems, on a bus. There are people there from all over the country, by the way. And they mostly gather in front of the Glen County Courthouse in the first part of the day. Usually after lunch, they are gone. But they have signs there. They are chanting banners. And it's something that's actually caught the eye of defense attorneys at this point in the jury selection process, as a matter of fact, because yesterday, uh, defense attorney Roddy, uh, Roddy Bryan's defense attorney, Kevin Goff, actually brought up to the judge that he's concerned about what's going on outside the courthouse. First of all, he sort of raised an alarm when Marcus Arbery, who is Ahmad's father, came into the courtroom with a couple of people wearing a lapel pin, which we were later surprised to learn was actually just a pin of uh, Congressman John Lewis and the word vote and his um, his motto, make good trouble. Uh, but Kevin Goff wondered if that could possibly be something political that could influence jurors. And then after lunch, he talked about the fact that there are people out there yelling, justice for Ahmad, justice for Ahmad. And he wants the judge to actually consider banning those kinds of signs while well, this process is going on. Back up a little bit. And, and this is the part that's been amazing to me, that they're even trying, given all that, that they're even trying to seat the jury and have the trial in Brunswick. I, I have pointed this out before, and I know you covered this trial uh, when it went down, the, the Ross Harris case. And they tried to seat the jury, uh, what, a couple of three days of trying to seat a jury there in Cobb County, unable to, and, and coincidentally ended up having that trial down there in Brunswick. Cobb County, what's the population Cobb County? 900,000 people they couldn't find 12 to sit on that jury far fewer in brunswick glenn county not even a hundred thousand how do they think why do they think they can get it done there in terms of picking a jury and having a trial if you listen to the lawyers they will say what i'm sure they're hoping will fall on the ears of the jury which is that these are hard-working honest salt of the earth people who they whom they believe can put aside anything they've heard and will actually be fair and impartial sitting on a jury and can decide based only on the facts that are presented in court. Now, as it so happens, you actually might find some people who are so far removed from this for, for whatever reason that they actually will be. And I'll, I say that because I'm thinking about a couple of the people who got uh, qualified for the jury pool just last night before we called it quits for the evening. And there was a woman who says she makes it a point not to read news or politics. Another woman who said she has kind of kept herself away from all of this stuff, so she doesn't really know anything other than there were a lot of police in the area when Ahmad was shot. That was her quote, and that's all she knows. Um, there is another woman who said that uh, she just, you know, kind of has heard about it on the news, hasn't talked about it. It's just not something that interested her. And so it, there, there are actually people in every community, apparently, and sometimes we're shocked. For, especially for you and I. We yeah, live in the news. Well, I was just about to say, and we have this perception. Pay attention yeah, we have this perception that everybody's locked in the same way we are. And and further, and this this doesn't speak well, frankly, of either one of us and a lot of people who do what we do. If they if they aren't paying it, how could you not know this? What are you, some village idiot? They're not looking for 12 village idiots. They're just looking for 12 people who can look at this thing objectively. Yeah, you, you don't have to be uh, completely ignorant of what happened. You don't even have to have not seen the video before. What lawyers want is somebody who can just say, you know what, I, I understand that I think what I think or saw what I saw, but I can listen to what you tell me happened. I can listen to what the judge tells me is the law, and I can decide this case based on the evidence. I do have to say, Tim, though, that you are spot on when you talk about the difficulty of finding unconnected jurors in a small place like 
Brunswick, okay, where you have uh, so many interconnections. A lot of those have been at play this week. There is uh, the witness uh, who cuts some juror's hair. There is the man who knows Greg and Travis and goes hunting with them on a regular basis. There's the guy who hired Roddy Bryan for small engine repair. There's a woman whose um, wife is, or who has, someone's got a, a relative who's best friends with Roddy Bryan's wife, and they talk about the case all the time. All of these connections were at play. And then even for people who weren't connected with any of the defendants or any of the lawyers, and again, I'm just giving you a very small nugget of some of those connections, those folks said that they do think some people said they could not be impartial absolutely because of those connections um and some of those people say that they can interestingly enough one of the women women who was qualified last night uh again right before we left is a woman who says she has known greg mcmichael and worked around him for 30 years Veronica Waters covering this trial. Uh, again, Ahmed Arbery. Ahmed Arbery shot and killed last year. The three white gunmen, or the three white suspects facing the murder charges here. Uh, let's talk about, the, the, from quickly, the prosecution and defense perspective, as best as you can unpack what we think the plan is going to be. Seems to me it's fairly simple for the prosecution. Here's the video. <laughs> Here's the video. You look at the video, make up your own mind. The defense, my read is that they got two things to work with. One is the law as it existed, not the law that's been changed, obviously, but the law that was on the books, the hate crimes, uh, I'm sorry, the citizen's arrest statute that was on the books before it was repealed. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. as far as they are concerned, making an arrest. The other claim is this claim of self-defense. Now, as to the video, mm-hmm. I've seen it, you've seen it, we've all seen it. There's Arbery on one side of that truck, and here he is over here on the other side of the truck when the shooting takes place. If I'm the defense and I'm claiming self-defense, I'm going to focus on those those very few seconds when he's in front of the truck and we don't see him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's a very good insight. I talked to uh, our senior legal analyst, uh, Ron Carlson, who, whom, as you know, is the uh, UGA law professor emeritus, chair emeritus there. And he was saying that, that uh, those little snippets of the video in which you can't see either Travis or Ahmad, uh, Travis McMichael, the shooter, or Ahmad Arbery, uh, the, the man who's now dead, that inserts an opportunity for lawyers to insert their own sort of version of a narrative of what was going on here. We did see a juror yesterday who addressed that herself, and she was sort of saying, how would you, you know, she said, I would fight somebody too if they were holding a gun on me. And, you know, that is something that the state is going to hammer hard on. To them, the idea of a self-defense defense is ridiculous because, as Prosecutor Linda Donikoski said in one of the earlier hearings, hearings you can't claim self-defense when you are the aggressor. And that has been uh, some of the things that has come up uh, a little frequently in jury selection is that people don't understand why the McMichaels would arm themselves and chase this guy when they could have just called 911 if they thought that he was a burglar. Um, So that's come up repeatedly. On the other hand, the defense says they do believe that, if anything, hey, the fact that the state repealed the citizen's arrest law weeks after these three were arrested – maybe plays into their defense exactly right. To them, that's going to prove that, hey, these guys were acting within the bounds of the law at the time. How many of us have guns that we carry with us because we think we might need them when we leave the house? And so this actually could be quite a slog of the law, right when you get right down to it, Mm -hmm. the nitty-gritty of the black and white on page.
of uh, what the law says in Georgia. And quickly, and let's go on this one, uh, Veronica Waters, any sense at all of a timeline? I mean, the judge has already told the defense lawyer, prosecutor, hey, pick up the pace on this jury selection. How long is that going to take? And how long do we think laying out cases might take? The right now, so the two that that is a two parter. I think let me just say that the judge might have been feeling a little frustrated at first, only because he was operating from the premise that they had all thought together. Uh, and one of the lawyers actually told me, we think we're going to talk to 40 jurors a day. And it was clear at that point when the judge said that, that they were only going to make it through about half that. That being said, the pace isn't really as bad as you might think. If you if they're getting through 20 jurors a day with this questioning, which is sometimes in-depth and takes a while, and, uh, you know, they're bringing them in in panels of 20 at a time because you're not going to have a 1,000 folks sitting around, obviously, just waiting on, you know, right. twirling their thumbs. Um, but if you think about it, if we could get eight jurors per day, which is what we have averaged so far qualified for the jury pool, you can have a jury seated within two weeks, which is the time that they mm. thought. This is okay. because the jurors are looking for 64 folks before they start striking. And then the case is expected to go up until right, right up until the week of Thanksgiving before it wraps. All right, Veronica Waters covering this trial for the mothership WSB in Atlanta. Thanks so much for your time this morning. Absolutely. Glad to be here, Tim, anytime.